0: Ladies, ladies, welcome. Welcome, ladies. As you guys all
1: know, Poor before gals, we start. Goddesses. Mm-hmm. Goddesses. As, as you, you gals, goddesses, goddesses no.
0: galley, galley, goddess girls, all know. Before we start, we have to do a little plug. We, we surveyed you guys and you said that you would be interested in a free giveaway. I see how it is. You want free stuff, but you don't want to hop up onto athenaspeakspod.com and buy it for yourselves.
1: Yeah. You know what? we we'll cave.
0: Yeah, we'll cave. We'll still do the free giveaway.
1: Yeah, that's happening. But, but
0: we also want you to go to athenaspeakspod.com and buy all of our merch.
1: Yeah. Also, just know in true form of Athena on the war side of mm-hmm. her goddess of war and wisdom, there, are, there, there may be some tasks. I don't know if you want to start stretching now. Oh, it's not going to be your typical
0: giveaway where it's like, follow this account and tag three friends. No, it's you're going to have to do physical tasks and film yourself.
1: Yes. And DM them to us Yeah, and then be okay if we share them on the podcast.
0: Yeah. We want to see this. We want to see. We want to put you through obstacles like the Ninja Warrior that you are. Yes. Yes. Um, we also have a new product on our merch site.
1: Oh yeah. It speaks <laughs> so deeply it's to you so, and I. I
0: just love it so much. It It's very similar to the wine sweatshirt except for it says therapy.
1: Which honestly both, you need both wine and therapy. You need wine and therapy. Yeah. Sometimes
0: they're synonymous Yeah yeah. So please, please head over to athenaspeakspod.com to get all your merch Welcome to yet another episode of Athena Speaks The podcast where we break down societal barriers that tell us just exactly how to be women And instead empower and encourage one another to be the confident, self-assuring, badass goddesses that we already know we are
1: Okay, I just need to warn you guys, I'm about to open a sparkling water, so we can edit this out if needed, but get ready.
0: Now we're just going to keep it. Okay, great. It's going to be
1: fine. Sorry, it's been a long day for me today.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's been a long day for me today, too. I had therapy today, and I cried, so. That's great. I know, I don't want to talk about it too much, because I'll probably start crying. Okay, all right, good, good, good. <laughs> Buy the sweatshirt. Yeah, Um, Josie, if you're listening, I uh started with unlocking some of my exiles in therapy today and if anyone doesn't know what that is it's basically unlocking like self parts like parts of your past self that you've like put in literal exile yeah
1: or like a lockbox.
0: yeah you've like put them away you, you put found them they- in pandora's box yes and you've locked them away because you don't want to look at them anymore right and so that's really really unhealthy especially when those are things that have shaped you to become who you are yeah and you almost forget that they're there you know God, i but, don't forget they're screeching from their their cells i
1: will only remember them like right before i fall asleep you know, and then you go into like that <laughs> circular, like OCD thinking, where you can't stop thinking or about like it. like sleep paralysis. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. That. that's when that's when my boxes they unlock themselves.
0: Yeah. Well, I am I released and exile today that's great congratulations thanks it was really awful oh,
1: I'm really sorry <laughs> I like cried a lot but it was good I know but okay typically when you have a good cry this could just be me mm-hmm. but I mean there's a lot of like other fluids that come out of your body such oh, as yes. snot you, yes. sweat you, everything gets drained yeah there's like mucus mm-hmm. everywhere so so I feel like you should feel cleansed yeah. a little bit you yeah. know you just
0: feel tired after a cry yeah gosh. especially in an emotional cry
1: oh I know and you
0: know it's not like the crying that happens when you see like a commercial that makes you cry yeah. or
1: and, whatever yeah. but or like a book cry. you know the only person aside from like your fellow going to therapy people slash your therapist that understand an emotional cry what it does to your body your your freaking mom. Oh, your mom knows. She gets She knows. gets it. She she really gets it. Gets it. She, and she probably suggests the nap. Even as an adult, if I have an emotional cry, my mom will be like, Go take a nap. Do you want to go lay down, honey? No, and that my parents happened
0: a couple of months ago is that oh, my yeah, I my parents sobbing.
1: And my mom was like,
0: She grabbed my arm and took me upstairs and put me into bed. Gosh. Yeah. And I was like, thanks mom. I really needed this. And then I woke up to like a cooked meal. Oh yeah. That's the best. It was really warm on the
1: inside and out.
0: Uh, I was warm. So warm. So surrounded by Tracy's love. Yes. Um, That's great. So today's an exciting day for
1: Lucy. (gasps) Yeah, guys, I had my first, well, okay. It was kind of a first day. It was like a halfsies day, Mm -hmm. but we started kindergarten and they're really cute. Y'all they're really, really cute. And also really funny. And I just need you to know that I am a celebrity.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: I mean, I I know that you guys probably think I feel that way by how I speak on our podcast, but I (laughs) actually, I am actually a celebrity with the littles, with the littles. So we had parent night yesterday.
0: Oh, and with their parents. Yeah. This, this also went really well for Lucy.
1: Of course, all the other teachers, because they're just sweet souls. They're all, they're all nervous. You know, they're like, I would rather talk to your kids than you. So this is not my favorite thing. And I literally am like, no, bring it on. I'm playing pump up music in the car. Yeah. I'm like, telling you're playing myself, like Eminem in the car yeah I'm a rock star recovery album yeah yeah that's what's happening and so literally I'm with all of these people and I'm just cracking jokes and mm-hmm. and they don't laugh at first because they don't think they were prepared for me to be funny you yeah, know they didn't think that the kindergarten teacher was going to come no. in with the laughs no they the, didn't with the knee slappers no And I would I don't even need a knee slap but it's something that you like hear and you're like oh <laughs> oh that was funny
0: which I'm sure was also yeah. like such a relief for them because they're sending their kids to school for the first time
1: a lot of them are. I actually have more kids this year that I think their parents are more nervous than the kids are, mm-hmm. and a lot of that energy, obviously, the kid can be like, "Oh my gosh, my my parents my mom's are nervous, nervous so, so I, should I should be nervous." Be nervous. Right. But really, they're like, "It's time." Like, kids love kindergarten. Yeah, it's like the best time of oh, your life. I was pissed because when I was old enough to go
0: to kindergarten, my mom sent me to pre-K. And oh. I was pissed. I was so angry. Yeah, because that's
1: for babies when you're ready for kindergarten oh my God, in your mind. I was mind.
0: so ready for kindergarten. I was yeah. so, so ready for kindergarten. And I didn't get to go. I had to wait another year. Aww. So like, I get it. They're, they want to yeah. be there. They're I are mean, excited. Yes. And they get to have a backpack. Like, and if they have older siblings, it's so cool to like go to school and get homework and have a backpack.
1: So today, I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, with this fictional character named Pete the cat, mm-hmm. but he- goes to school and rocks in his school shoes. Oh, he's fictional. Yes, fictional. Okay,
0: when you were telling me this story, I thought you guys were actually searching for a real cat. Oh,
1: that would have been even better. I that would like, have not oh, been legal oh in a gosh. public school. Okay, Pete the Cat is blue, and he goes to school and explores the school and rocks in his quote-unquote school shoes, which are red Converse, which I also, of course, wore today, because mm-hmm. I'm, that, I'm that teacher. Um, but we go around the school, we made hats, we made necklaces with beads and yarn. And all I had to do to pump my class up for that was just talk in a whisper voice like this. And they were like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Yes. I literally, that's it. That's all I had to do, be like, "Okay, friends, we're on a hunt today. Do you know who we're looking for? No, who are we looking for? Pete Pete, the cat. cat. Did you know that he's a sneaky cat? He's a sneaky cat. Oh my gosh. That's so Yeah, So we literally went all around the school. We met everybody. They were coming up with strategies on how Pete kept eluding us, Mm -hmm. which were great. They'd be like, maybe Pete wore roller skates instead of his normal shoes today. You know what we should do for Pete the cat? Maybe we should get out some cat treats. Mm -hmm. I think Pete's here. I'm like, you guys are the freaking best. Honestly. That's really cute. So when we found Pete the cat sitting in my rocking chair, it was shocking. Oh, wow. Shocking. And he brought us paw print pencils. Wow. And then we drew. We did, we did a how-to draw. We ate lunch. It was hot dog day. That's awesome. Sweet, sweet Miss Eloise made a little secret special pasta dish for the teachers. I drank homemade sweet tea.
0: Man, Eloise.
1: Yeah. You love anyway, to see it. Yeah, I it's didn't, great. I
0: didn't look for Pete the Cat at work today. Um, I did some other much more mundane and boring things but i did look for my exile in therapy yeah you did so
1: could be a metaphor for trying to find pete the cat yeah because the comfort still
0: i wish that i was still looking for pete the cat but really i'm just looking for my tortured self that i've locked away
1: yeah you're looking to like dampen what burns you which leads us oh my
0: god which leads us into what we're talking about today if you guys don't already know what we're talking about because you didn't read the title of the episode or because you don't pay attention to our Instagram, which by the way, Athena speaks pod on Instagram. Come on people. Let's, let's get it moving. Let's get the followers. Let's make it happen. But if, if you don't know what we're talking about today, we're talking about burnout and we pulled you guys on Instagram and we, we asked how many of you are feeling burnt out and almost a hundred percent of you said Yes. absolutely said yes, yes it's I me am. I'm burnt out I think there was one person who said that they weren't feeling burnt out but then they replied to the follow-up question that was only relevant to those who who were. selected yes yep, yep. so I'm wondering if maybe this goddess just like accidentally selected no because oh. she like she then like replied to the follow-up so it could be a hundred percent we're sitting at like a 96
1: 97 percent and you know what I really appreciate the explanations, because I, I really am here for the long story long, not the oh, yeah. short story, yeah. if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, like I we want to know what you're doing. We want to know why you're burnt out, all the things. So we decided let's let's talk about it, because it's something that I know that I've been experiencing for a few months now. I've been exhausted. I've just been grinding my gears. And for some reason, I keep adding on more things. Yeah, you'd think we'd learn. No, we but never learn. here learned. we are. Here we freaking are. Here we freaking are. And the thing is, is that none of us are alone um, because our Athena community, they're everyone, they're all feeling burnt out. They're tired. Yeah. They're stressed. I know. It's, they're it, crying. They're releasing their exiles in therapy, but it's also the world. 52% of the world or 52% of workers in the United States, at least, are feeling burnt out, which is up 9% from COVID. Yeah, Um, which makes sense. I mean, like we went into a pandemic, we went into quarantine things kind of cooled off for a little bit. And then all of a sudden we hit the ground running. Like we did not ease back into things. Like I remember the first day that I had a full schedule after quarantine of like work and then seeing people and then doing this and then doing that and then doing this. And I was like extremely overwhelmed. I was like overstimulated. I was stressed. I could not take it. So it it does make sense. And I don't want to talk too much about that because I feel like everyone talks about like, Oh, now ever since the, pandemic like i don't want to talk about that i just I want to talk about your go-to. go-to voice is always an old southern man every time ever since everything that's been going on around I here
1: i maybe i could channel my inner old southern woman well now <laughs> is she dying no oh, she's just she's just fragile she's decrepit her name's linda well ever since we had that pandemic
0: ever since everything that's been going on around here yeah yeah well It is a real thing. The burnout is real. We have some really fun metaphors and we have some ways to talk through it. And then of course, of course we have advice. Of course we have advice. We always have advice.
1: Which you can take or leave, but we're going to give it to you anyway. We're going to give it to you anyway. Consider this (laughs) part of the free merch situation is listening to our advice and taking it. So
0: here we are. There might be a test later on. You never know.
1: Okay. So, all right. So Cindy and I were sitting here talking about burnt out. And we kind of decided that like, you literally don't want anything else in your life to be quote unquote burned. No, nothing. Like imagine, I know that everyone has eaten or burned themselves something and it's disgusting. Burnt toast. Some people like
0: burnt toast. Get out of here.
1: No, Knock it off. When Tay and I first started dating and I, and I, before I became a cook, Mm -hmm. there was a lot of food I did not cook. Right. well and so it was a lot of overcooked burnt <laughs> emphasis on the burnt that Eating Tay burnt suppers the whole first year yeah that's what we did yeah. and tay literally like chugged with a, a drink and uh-huh. like like a milk swished it through his mouth like tch, 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 like all that swishing yeah. to like get the burnt taste away but ate it without complaining which oh, is really nice kind man. yes I and then see it. you love to see it and then i also think about like the fact that no one wants to be sunburned absolutely not no I mean, I know that everyone's had one good sunburn in their life that's ruined you. Right. Ruined you. Okay. Once when I was in college, we went and played, uh, we went and played like a small sided tournament at UT. Okay. And I was a freshman. So I was like, Oh my gosh, let me see my friends. And my coach, God bless him was like, yeah, that's a great idea. We'll have a coach stay overnight and they can drive you home. And I'm like, Oh, so me and like a small group of the chosen ones Mm -hmm. got to stay in Knoxville to see, to see our people. So I'm not really friends with the girls that I saw, but we went to the pool and I was like, I am so pale and I put on tanning bed lotion, tanning bed lotion.
0: And then you got burnt.
1: I didn't just burn. I got crucified. I (laughs) mean, there was no, I had to sleep with my arms out. (laughs) <laughs> okay. And my legs apart because yeah. no skin could touch. And then my whole body that got oh burned God. blistered no, and bubbled until my new skin came. Oh uh, Yeah. That
0: happened to Andrew and me. We were uh, at the pool like beginning of summer and we just oh. decided to not put on sunscreen. And as we were sitting poolside, feet in the water, drinking white claws, Andrew looked at me and he was like, one time I read a tweet that said, imagine thinking that you were tougher than the sun yeah it's so true (laughs) we both started laughing and then I rubbed aloe on his back for like two weeks <laughs> cold aloe. He chilled it in the fridge. Like it yeah. had yeah. to be put in the fridge. It yeah. had to be cold no, aloe. That's the only way. Yeah, it's the only way. Yeah. So sunburn. Don't want a sunburn. Don't want burnt food. Don't want like burnt skin. That's not sunburn. So like remember when I burnt my head with the curling Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that yeah. sucked. That sucked. You don't want to burn your head. No, I burned my finger with my hot glue gun. <sighs> and hot glue. The what? Wh- why it's so treacherous? If you don't. If you're not a teacher. Right. Or just like a crafter. Mm-hmm. You know you can't take it off until it's dry. So you have to sit in silent scream and other, or you can scream for real, but I was at school and that would have been really dramatic. I mean, I was literally like in a zoom meeting. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you have to wait till it dries for it to ruin your skin. And then the blister comes and then the blister comes. So yes, you don't want, you don't want those kind of burns. You also wouldn't burn things that are valuable to you. You know, like nobody wants to, you know, burn down the house, right? on purpose, on purpose, exactly. you know. So all the things in your life, you don't want to like burn your money. No, you don't. don't want to uh, burn your friendships. <gasps> okay, this is not about burning money, but I just need to share this because I I need to see Sydney's reaction. I saw on social media the other day. This doesn't have to do with burning, but again, just funny story. All right, uh-huh. this dude ran over sixty dollars with his lawnmower by accident. Oh, by accident, and shredded it. Sixty dollars. Oh. Yeah, I'd be pissed. All of the twenties in a small pile. Anyway. You don't want to burn your money. don't want to burn your money. Yeah, you don't even want to, like, burn bridges in relationships that you care about. No, you don't want to burn anything. You don't want to... Literally, nothing wants to be burned. You all want to be protected in your own version of sunscreen. You want to have all of the aloe. No, yeah, like, that would you rather, like, drown or burn? No. Drown. Oh, I think... I don't know. You would just burn? I feel like it would be over quickly. I don't know, dude. Like, at least drown you, like... I I don't know. You like pass out or something first. Oh, that's true. But I feel like the same would be except you know how much it would suck to know you're about to breathe in water into your lungs.
0: Let's toss. Up I don't that know yet. Yeah, I don't like it. Let's Ew. just get rid of it. I'm scared now. But yeah, no, too. The, the point is, the moral of the story is that you don't want anything to burn. You don't want to burn anything on purpose. You're never going to try to burn anything on purpose. But what do we do? What do we freaking do? We
1: always burn ourselves out, we and know, it always, always starts, starts off good. In, starts off good in theory. Yeah. I have another metaphor for you, people. Mm-hmm. Okay, you are a candle. Yeah. Your own personal scent. hmm And at first, you just constantly like you light yourself a little bit. Yeah it fills up the room. Mm-hmm. You're like,
0: mm, this smells, like, smells good. Nice. You and like leave to take the dog out. You come back in and you're like, Oh
1: yeah. And yeah. then you blow but, it out because yes. you want to save it. Yeah. You want to save it. Mm-hmm. But then you get to a point where you're like, all bets are off. And like I'm burning lo- this baby. You're having guests over. Yes. You're going to burn it. Oh, and you let that thing yeah, burn you down let better. And you let it burn, baby burn, burn, baby burn until it's nothing. Let it burn. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh the, references. the references are just all over the place. On I point. can't even yeah. can't handle it. So all of those things happen. And yet we always choose to do that to ourselves. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Why do we do it? I don't know. Can
0: I tell you what I'm planning on doing? I'm about to cry just thinking about myself doing this. Okay. So I recently decided that I don't make enough money. Yeah. <laughs> which we talked about in the imposter syndrome episode. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. I've so, eaten out like three times this week, by the way, because I, you know, don't make enough money. And here we are. Enough. Casual. I've only anyway. had cheese today. Yeah. <laughs> why is that not a meme to describe hey how's
0: your day going has nothing to do with like watching calories or anything no i'm starving right now like my eyes are like sunken but like i just i don't know i was like out and about all day and i did not want to buy lunch because i have lunch at home but i didn't have time to go home just the whole thing so i've decided that i don't make enough money i've decided that you know I, i i have some free time I got some free, I got some time to kill, a.k.a. the like two measly days I get on the weekend. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> measly right. is the best word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: These two like, thinned out, flattened days right. where I'm just right. so tired from the week. That's my time that I have. Exactly. Guys, I applied for a part time job at Lululemon. Oh, yeah. I had my second interview
1: today. What are you going to do when they make I you buy their it. merchandise? Side note.
0: No, I'm hoping that they just give me
1: some. I don't think it's that kind of company. I've heard horror stories about <laughs> the employees at Lululemon.
0: Well, then I'll wear the same pair of leggings in sports bra to work every single Saturday. Yeah, because you're going to have
1: to like give blood to pay for it. Yeah, I mean, exactly.
0: It's, it's a lot. No, it's a lot. But they give you, when you work there, you get a 10% this, discount. No, no, <laughs> this, is, this is my justification because when you work there, they give you $113 a month to go to any gym that you want to go to
1: oh, or take any workout class. So you could class. use your gym money.
0: Yes, I could use my gym yeah. money that I yeah. currently spend way too much on, right, to buy some Lululemon oh. clothes because Lord knows I don't own any. Like I own nothing. Lululemon? Are you kidding me? They asked me in the interview. They're like. So like what do you like about Lululemon? Like and like it was also it was a group interview which is very awkward and this one girl who was just like way too on top of her shit was like I just absolutely love the brand. I in it at. and I'm like I don't own anything Lululemon. And I'm like um yeah
1: guys it's just like a really strong brand. Um oh, they had you sitting down with someone else. It was and a they- Zoom. And they interviewed multiple people at the same time. Did you immediately feel competitive?
0: I know oh, you. I ruined everyone's lives. Are you kidding me? These I, girls had no chance. No, <laughs> they had zero opportunity. And the thing is that I'm probably not even going to take the job. No, <laughs> that I beat them to literally.
1: I imagine your self-talk yeah. during that. <laughs> no, just, I was getting hype. I was getting hype. I know. I bet you were. I bet you, if you could, you would have paced. Oh, I, and I was like jumping in
0: to be the first one to answer. Like, yeah. I'll just jump in. Yeah. I'll go ahead and jump in first. Yeah, I'll jump in. Yeah. Like over and constantly over and over and constantly. In. Meanwhile, I'm burning. Yeah. Because it's in the middle of my work day. Like I am also working a full-time job, but I've decided to take on this like extra task. And then I opened myself up again for Rover. Right. And all these things are happening and I keep doing it to myself. I keep like not being able to stop. Right. And I don't know what it is. And I think, I think part of it is the culture that we live in. And most of our listeners are American, so they'll get this and they'll understand this. But we have such, like, a head-down, work-hard type of right. society. Right. And I think in a lot of ways that's really, really awesome. And I really appreciate that. I really appreciate, like, the grind and, like, if you work hard, you can be whatever you want to be. And, like, this, like, pull yourself up from your bootstraps, like, kind of, like, grind till you get it mentality. And, like, yeah. that's that's fine, I guess. But also, like, I'm so tired. And I'm not getting it like well, I'm grinding without getting
1: it. And the problem is, is that like the idea, the idea of the American dream is awesome. And that's right. why people want to live here. Right. But the problem for me right now is like, first of all, it's not accessible to everyone. No, it's not. You're exactly yeah. right. We're very fortunate to live where we live and to have what we have. But the problem is, is that like the, uh, the dream, when you hear about how people came up, it's right. actually like a long time that they no, came it up took, like years. And I literally and they, like go to prison several times yes. to get there sometimes, or they, or they're just also poor. Maybe, yeah. Maybe they don't have to, to <laughs> get locked up to become successful.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying that like a but, lot of the rags to riches stories you hear, like this man lived on the streets for 20 years and he went to prison for another five and then <laughs> he came out and he made it. And now he owns his own, like, you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do.
1: Yes. <laughs> but, but here I am in the time, right? I'm I'm right. in the, the come up. Okay. Mm-hmm. And all I smell is my own candle. Okay, that's it. That's all. Like, and but I'm there's not a lot of it left. No, there's not. Like, it's
0: at the point where like the wick is. It's down to the very bottom. You know the part where like you can't touch any part of the candle because the whole thing's hot. Because there's no more wax yeah. left. Yeah, when you see the little metal part at
1: the yes, bottom. Yes, you see
0: the metal part of the candle, and you're like, this candle might explode at any moment. Yeah, like, this is great. Yeah, and it's like kind of like a risky thing because you know in adulthood, like you just like look out for those like little fun moments, like when your candle's about to explode. Like, yeah, and then just you, to give you a little uh, little rise yeah. in your life, a little bit of
1: excitement, a little. <laughs> bit of adventure sure, a little last bit of fun exactly Yeah, exactly
0: that is where you are at when you're burnt out in your career or in your life in your
1: relationship whatever it may be you are at that last bit of your candle right and I and I again I'd like to think this so I'm, I've started my new job mm-hmm. I'm thriving right like, like I've been I should have taught kindergarten my whole life right kindergarten welcomed me with open arms they made me a snack mm-hmm They like rubbed my back (laughs) till I fell asleep. Okay. Like kindergarten, this is where I should be. Mm -hmm. And right now I'm loving it, Mm -hmm. but I also have been really investing a lot of my time there. Right. And I know that long-term this is not going to be sustainable. Okay. Well, can I, can I actually
0: give you advice that you didn't ask for? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because are we starting advice? Are we just Well, I'm gonna give you advice that you didn't ask for because what you just said made me think of something that I researched when I was looking up like the burnout. Because apparently there's all these different stages of burnout and it starts with where you are now. It's like Yes, it starts with where you are now, which is like a lot of times is maybe starting a new job. Mm -hmm. And you're so freaking excited and you're so invested and you're like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Like you're you're just it's the honeymoon phase Yeah, exactly it's literally the honeymoon phase and that doesn't mean that it won't always be like a great awesome job and that you know you haven't like found what you're supposed right, to be doing right. like that is all totally true and relevant but i think that that's what happens to a lot of us as we get into this place where we finally got that promotion we finally got that right. job we finally got the company that we wanted to go to or the school we wanted to go to or whatever it may be whatever you do in your life and you get there and you're so excited and you have that honeymoon phase and you're like, this is the best thing I've ever done. I wish I should have done this years ago. Like, I love this so much. And right. then you you work really hard because right. you want to be really good at this new thing that you just started. and And it's exciting and it's thrilling. But then at some point you can't no you can't maintain you can't like it's like always having a bonfire instead of just having a consistent flame like you cannot maintain
1: yeah so okay we're sitting at my apartment and we're looking at my bookshelf but there's there was a there's an author called i'm gonna mispronounce his name but john akraff mm-hmm. something along that nature he was a parent at the school that i used to work at and um he came in and gave us like a pump-up talk right. essentially and he's an author. And the the most recent book that he had published at that time was called Finish. Uh-huh. Okay. And the book is basically a study of why people don't finish their New Year's resolutions. hmm Be- Right? Everyone... I think I've heard of this. Yes. I, feel- I don't even think that it's from you that I've heard of this. Okay. But essentially, he follows like 20, 20 30 people. Right. Who all make a New Year's resolution. And at the beginning, everyone does amazing. Right? Mm-hmm. And then he says the issue isn't the beginning, nor is it the end. Right. It's always the middle. Yep. Like going on a run. Yes. And also, yes, you're exactly right. And so the people that finish are the people that don't add anything in their life that requires them to need more time in the day. Right. That's his big thing. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to see what this is about.
0: That makes sense.
1: And it does make sense because the reason that I would like working out, for example, Mm -hmm. the reason that I would start working out and then stop is because I was also doing Instacart and shipped and I was coaching soccer and I was teaching and I was tutoring. Right. So in theory, yeah, of course I want to go to the gym. Right. But also I wasn't eliminating anything else, you know, anything else. And so I just would get to the point where like, I'm dying. Mm-hmm. So what am I going to do? I'm going to eliminate the one thing I am in control of that's just for me, which is exercise because mm-hmm. everything else I'm is dependent upon an outside factor.
0: Right. And, and I think that that really, like it, it I think it's good to, and I know not everyone is a planner and, and honestly, like Lucy knows this in my work life and in the, any sort of like professional setting or when Lucy and I coach soccer together, I was a big planner. Like I I am a big planner in those settings. I I love having a to-do list. I love being organized in that way. But in my social life, I've never really liked being a planner. I like to go with the flow. I like to have, you know, like life come to me or whatever, but I'm starting to realize that that's just not always accessible. It's not possible because you have to, you have to leave room for yourself. You right. absolutely have to leave room for yourself. And sometimes that requires scheduling out room for yourself. Right. Like looking at your entire week and saying, okay, I know that like Monday and Wednesday are going to be hard work days for me. Right. So maybe I don't schedule a workout on those days. Maybe right. on those days, like I just go on a walk and like make myself a nice dinner. Right. Yeah. You know, and then maybe Tuesday I do a couple chores and then maybe, maybe Friday, maybe
1: I wait until Friday to see my friends. Yeah. You, you have to schedule time for yourself. When I first got to therapy, mm-hmm. Um, that was like the number one thing that I talked about. My, my therapist says that she sees a lot of teachers. That's so typical, um, within our profession because there's always something that we need to do. Right. In our imposter's episode, I talked about how there's like pre-work work and post-work. Mm-hmm. So there's always something that needs to be done. And it was starting to really affect my, my personal and my at home life because there was almost like a guilt that I would feel. Right. Like I wasn't important enough to schedule time for. Mm-hmm. Because it was expected for me to be, you know, like I'd always kept this pace essentially. Yeah. yeah. And and it wasn't the expectation of me like having to be the best. I didn't feel that way.
0: It was it more was the, keep the pace. It was more than I working had hard to keep if you yes. keep this pace and you keep working hard, then good things are going to come. Then good things come because hard work.
1: Good things come to people that work hard. And I do believe that that's wholeheartedly true. Right. But that doesn't mean that you work yourself to the bone.
0: No. Or just, Yeah, all the time. Or all the time. Who works all the time? No, it's insane. I was reading also some some stats about like why women tend to feel more burnt out. And a lot of it is because you're going to your job and then you're coming home and you're like oh my gosh, I have to keep this pace going. And the way that I'm going to keep this pace going is by also maybe like running the dishwasher and then maybe like I'll like do some meal prep and then maybe I'll work out and maybe I'll do this and maybe I'll do that. And I think that we just keep going
1: instead of sitting down on the TV and just like vegging out for an hour. Right. Yeah. It's such a bummer because I love the feeling of getting things done. Like it's a sickness. Okay. Yeah. But I also love the idea of not having anything to do. Yeah. And the problem is is that like my brain, okay, my like wicked witch of anxiety, which we haven't talked about in a long time. But <laughs> she, she's comes always watching. she comes a scratching. She comes a scratch. She comes out and she tells me that there's no way for me to allow myself to have relaxation time because I haven't like passed go yet. Yeah you know, like I have to go through like and climb through all these tasks in order to do that. And it drives Tay nuts. Yeah. Like literally on Sunday, I'm like, rise and shine. It's 10 AM. Let's get things done. I'm like singing. Like I'm in a Disney film. Yeah. yeah you're like freaking Mary Poppins. I like know. the birds are
0: flying in. Yes. Or what's her name? No, Snow, Snow White. White. Yeah, Snow, Snow White. White. Yes. That's me. Yeah. That's you. I think also though, and this was something that I kind of talked to my therapist about today. Not the exile part. I don't want to get into that. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. If you want me to get into that, then buy our merch. Oh, yeah. And I'll talk all about my exiles. Yes. On the internet. I love
1: the bribery. Great job. Yeah.
0: So we were talking about how, and this is something that my dad has told me since I was a little kid. He's always said, stop saying I'll be happy when.
1: Exactly. You know,
0: I'll be happy when I have this job. I'll be happy when this vacation comes. I'll be happy when I move into this home or when I get married or win, 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 win. And I think that that is part of the reason why we work ourselves so hard, because we're trying to get to that next step. We're trying to get to the win, right? The, the win as in W H E N, not W I N, or maybe they can, no, maybe they can maybe it's both.
1: They can coincide. Yeah, we're
0: trying to, to find that next thing. We're trying to find the thing that's going to make us happy win. Right. And then we miss out we miss out on what's going on right now and not only that but we're too tired to even see what's going on right now because we're so freaking burnt out from going and going and going and trying to find the win
1: you want to know what's so interesting that i just thought about is like okay let's take somebody that that has an addiction for example right Mm -hmm. they're constantly looking to chase right like they're high Mm -hmm. or like they're most like drunken whatever right and they can't not do it right they have to do it right 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 because it's a, it's a need mm-hmm. and then they miss out on things that are happening to them because they're moving so quickly to go and chase something mm-hmm. And here we are talking yeah, about yeah, we're in the same boat talking about being burnt out and we're doing without abusing a substance essentially the same thing to chase something and because we're missing the present because okay. we're not happy in the present
0: I we're chasing to no, escape. I just thought of something really great. Okay. I'm and if everyone likes this, I need you to write in and say, yes, I like that. And I think it would be really great to do that. Not to like minimalize like any sort of addiction.
1: I mean, my sister has struggled with addiction her entire life. So I've watched all right. of it. Right, You say that very humbly. Like, it's not like you're not saying that to be ignorant.
0: Yeah, no, I'm so, I'm not saying this to be ignorant. Like I, I know what substance abuse actually does, but... I also know how cool recovery is because I've watched my sister go through recovery and I used to go to AA with her all the time. Right. Especially in the beginning when she was first starting out and I would like read the AA book with her and I would go to all of her meetings and it was honestly like a very healthy experience for me
1: too. Yeah, just another like dose of therapy on your therapy Yeah, no, it was really great. It It was really, really wonderful. Um,
0: And you know, in AA, they have like a 12-step program. Yeah. What if there was like a (gasps) 12-step program, like an Athena program to like to to like just being happy in the moment and like stop burning yourself out right you know
1: yeah because it it really is it really does come down to the fact that like right now in my life so I'm I'm going out of town this weekend Mm -hmm. um and because we're going to a wedding which is so fun but also kind of stressful no it's stressful because the first full day of kindergarten is on Monday and I have to leave mid-morning of our like first full class half day on Friday yeah because I have to catch a flight, because there's no other way. Right. And so I've been really stressed about it. So I've been like at the school, like labeling, stapling, right, right, right. like getting everything, get every, everything to perfection. And honestly, I'm I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've literally I've been going to bed at like eight thirty every night, and Tay right now is in season, and so he doesn't get home until like seven. Yeah. So we don't have time together. Yeah. Essentially, right now, and it's all self. I I do it to myself. Right. I guess self induced um but also it's it's kind of part of it well and you it, know?
0: I mean it feels necessary but I think also that's part of why we keep working ourselves because it feels necessary it feels like it's something you have to do in your mind you're like I'm gonna be gone yeah I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be gone so I have to make sure that everything is prepared when in reality like you'll be fine you'll be fine you, I mean you would be you'd be a little bit stressed but you're probably causing yourself more stress in in the beginning like in the four like Right. You know what I mean? Like in preparation to not be stressed when in reality, like if you just were just not as prepared, you might be like a little bit stressed on that first Monday, but like you'd get through it and it would be fine.
1: Yeah. I think about like when you, again, like are late somewhere, Mm -hmm. but you're late because you like slept in. Oh God. You know, and I don't mean to bring this up again, but like not, <laughs> not to that case, but, but if you ever, you know, like you, you're, you wake up and you're like, oh my gosh, I only have 10 minutes to get ready yeah and you're really stressed and you're like, boom, 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 boom. And then you go to work and everything's like, fine no everything is totally fine like it's fine
0: let's just get we never gave we never told them this
1: story oh we didn't no we never talked about it on the pod oh oh my gosh this is so great no this is really relevant this is probably also why this happened because you're burnt out Because i was burnt out okay so so great
0: something that happens to me (laughs) is that because i i go 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 throughout the week i save like all my fun times for the weekend right which my therapist was like sydney for the love of goddess like drink a glass of wine on a tuesday like that's allowed i'm like what are you mean that's allowed
1: right exactly i have to i
0: have to work out i have to make dinner i have to go to work the next day i can't have a glass of wine blasphemy exactly and she's like no you need to like give yourself some space during the week exactly so that you don't like go absolutely berserk on the weekends and then burn yourself out even more because you never rested rested during the weekend exactly so because I never give myself the opportunity to like have a little fun and like loosen up on the weekdays. No,
1: I'm like this too. We're no. both. It's like a toxic trait of ours, honestly.
0: No, it's a toxic trait of our friendship. Yeah, because, because we, we bring it out in each other. So Lucy and I are both the same. Like we work, work, work. Like I, I rarely, rarely, rarely drink during the week. If I do, it's like a
1: literally a beer,
0: a beer, or like a glass of wine, right. like. It's, it's very rare that I'm going past like two glasses of wine because I've got to get in bed by nine. Also because
1: I know my deep, dark secret and I know this about myself and I need to just reel it in. Yes, exactly. I'm like watching my inner, my, my inner me. Yes. Or my inner me is watching outer me.
0: Yeah. Lucille is like trying to come out, but you're like, yeah, you're putting her in exile. Yeah. Yeah. I have to like lock her away and she's like beating the door down. Yeah. She's beating the door down because she's burnt out and she's tired and she wants to let loose. So Lucy and I went to a little like women's connect event. Yeah,
1: yeah we did. And it was awesome. Yeah, it was really amazing. It was
0: really really amazing and we met all these wonderful women and we were able to network, we were able to share a podcast with people. It was really really great. And before we went, we had a couple of glasses of rosé. I made a charcuterie. Lucy made a charcuterie, like no big deal. As we're approaching the event, Lucy looked at me and she was like, "Sid, before we go in there, I just want to say, I do not want to be the last woman in there. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Me no. either. Like we were 45 gonna, minutes tops. Like we're going to have like a glass of wine and then we're going to like meet people, like hand out our little like Athena business cards and then we're done. We're out. We're, <gasps> oh, out. we're Goodbye. Sayonara. Adios. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. People. We were the last ones there. We were. The, we shut it down. We shut it down. Okay. No, like two and a half hours later. Two and a half hours later and like a few more glasses of rosé later. Mm -hmm. we shut it down we had to call lucy's fiance we had to call tay to come and get us yeah we did and he comes and gets us as we're as we're passing the kroger we make him stop we make him peel into the kroger because we need more rose (laughs) because clearly we need more rose right right and so we get the rose and we go back to lucy's apartment we're watching The LFG documentary, which like, God bless all of you who sat through all of those stories.
1: Yeah. It was a rare time. Our Rosé-induced documentary watching. I did make some really delish spaghetti though.
0: Yes, she did. But this is all happening on a Thursday night. And because I'm burnt out and tired and I finally like have released the exile and I'm like, let me out. Let me free. I'm vibing. I don't care about work tomorrow. I don't care about anything. I just kept drinking more and more rosé. Right.
1: Mind you, I'm on summer break. So... It's irrelevant to her. It's irrelevant to me. Yes, and and so I, but I also am not like I'm not like Sydney. Remember, you have to work tomorrow. No,
0: no, that's not not happening. happening. So I fall asleep on Lucy's couch. She goes into her bedroom. Tay had to leave at like the crack of dawn. Yeah, the absolute crack of dawn. The crack of dawn. So I didn't even hear him leave. No, he was really like he was very yeah, he was very respectful. I didn't even hear him leave. I also didn't hear my five alarms go off.
1: And nor did I because I was in a coma, apparently. Yeah, we were both in comas.
0: Neither one of us heard any
1: alarms go off. No.
0: And I woke up and it it was 11.45 on a Friday and I was not at work. Are you guys sweating yet? I'm sweating.
1: Because I know you are, but like, are you, imagine for a second.
0: Guys, I immediately looked at my phone. I had several missed calls, several texts. From my coworkers saying, "Like, are you are you okay? Is everything okay?" No, they thought you died. Literally, thought I died. (laughs) (laughs) Which honestly, it's not funny. It's not. It's not not funny. funny. It's not funny. No, it's not funny. I was so horrified. I was so humiliated, and I genuinely thought I'm like, it's over. Like, it's done. Like, I should pack up my bags, like the Southwest commercial. Want to get away? Yes, I do want to get away. Do you have a sixty nine dollar fare? because exactly. i want to get away oh, send me so, it was so put me bad. on a plane i don't care where it's going take me to memphis for all i care <laughs> get me out of this bitch <laughs> because i am horrified and you know what the thing is is that i went to work and everything was fine right it like was. everything was fine no one cared people thought it was funny actually and they were just like you know we're just so glad that you're like here with us today like <laughs>
1: honestly and this this is not trying to prove this point but if you're going to be late Go big or go home. Honestly, go big or go home. You have to sleep
0: in, and but also, it it all goes back to just being burnt out and so desperately needing a release that I took it way too far.
1: Yeah, and the problem right now is is like the phase in life I feel like we're in is we're like not yet a girl, not yet a woman. In the words of Brittany. Okay, I saw a tweet today that was like, "Yeah, my friend told me the
0: other day, like." Oh, it's kind of weird being 27 because like, you're like kind of a child, but like, you're also kind of an adult. And the person was like, yeah, actually, no dude, like you're 27. You're a full adult.
1: Oh yeah. No. So I still, not yet. I still don't consider myself to be a full adult because I don't like own my own home. Oh, well. That's when I feel like I will cross the threshold. Literally. Literally and figuratively (laughs) into adulthood. Okay. So. But but I might not I might not might I might push it back even further to like oh I'm not an adult until I'm have a baby right. and then I'm gonna have a kid and be like why did they let me
0: no and then you're gonna be like I know I'm not an adult until I have another baby
1: or until yeah. my baby's in like middle school right okay, exactly or something it always is gonna get pushed back um, but we're we're in a really weird time where everyone is pretty much that we hang out with has pretty much found their career right you know it's it's not like you're like like when sydney used to work at h&m and i worked at the daycare where i like yeah. worked in like shift work you know like <laughs> shift work shift work if you yeah. know what i mean everybody has kind of like the established what they're doing with their life and right. so when you when you worked in in the shift work right you could have more time to like basically like mess around right because you w- didn't have to be invested God, I know I missed the shift work. Yeah, you could just show up, essentially. And there was no prep. There was nothing. So you you could essentially do what you wanted to, which caused you to not get burnt out, right? But now, now that we knew who we once were, we're like, oh, my gosh, I've got to secure my position because I know who I used to be. Well, and it would be one thing if, like... I
0: wanted to become like a store manager at H&M exactly. and then like a regional manager, yeah,
1: but, but were, that's not what I wanted to do. Your like, roots weren't in there.
0: I, yeah. That's not what I wanted to do. Like it was a fun job and it was challenging, but like it's not what I wanted to do. And because it wasn't what I wanted to do, like I didn't care as much. Like I still tried hard when I was there, but like I didn't care as much. Like so what you're saying. Like now that we're in careers that we, that we genuinely
1: care about and want to succeed in, yeah, we, we constantly try hard because we care. Yeah, it, like burn when you burn out, it really does come from a good place. It does come from a place of like, you're you're proud of what you're doing. You love right. what you're doing, especially even in relationships. Relationships also start that way. That's why they call it the honeymoon phase. Right. Exactly. You know, you like also start because you really care about that person. Mm-hmm. In friendships, it's the same way. Right. Every every everything starts out from a good place. The problem is is not being able to recognize that what you're doing isn't sustainable right and when it's not sustainable the only metaphor that you can use is to literally crash and burn that's what's going to happen yeah it's like you've removed the brakes from the car and then you're expected to like stop at the stop sign system failure yeah warning warning like you have the rainbow circle of death like on a macbook oh i yeah i don't have a macbook but i know what you're talking about yeah yeah so it's just such a it's such an issue i think because of that And it's so hard to recognize when you're in the happy phase Mm -hmm. that it's about to be bad. Yeah. And to regulate yourself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I think about like when I was younger and I was in relationships, how they'd be like really great. And I'd spend all this time with them and like blah, blah, blah. Like I've already envisioned like my wedding 18 times, you know, and then it's not
0: no, then, then the real stuff comes. Yes. And I even think like, I've had then, like the work comes and then like, yeah, the you are tired. And then, and then you realize like, and I think that this is like my, my biggest point of advice or piece of advice to myself and to others. And this is where this part comes in is you realize you haven't been selfish at all. Right. Yeah. And being selfish, that comes with such a negative connotation and it's not fair because you have to be selfish. You have to schedule out your time for yourself. You have to carve out that time for yourself. You have to say no to people, anyone, friends, family, boyfriend, girlfriend, work, whatever it may be. You have to say no at some point to give yourself that time. Yeah. You got to cool off. You you've have been
1: burning. You've been burning. <laughs> like you've you got to cool off. off. I also think that it's important to like, so for example, with my hot glue gun, mm-hmm. after I burned my finger and right. I had to silent scream on my zoom. Yeah. I was very cautious every time I used my hot glue gun again. Mm-hmm. So if I feel like it's the same thing when, when you, when you're starting something new, right. because burning out doesn't come from like, it, it always comes from newness. And f- like we talked about, so when you're starting something new, recognizing that about yourself, right? recognizing the pattern of behavior that's coming, whether it be in a relationship or in your career or whatever you are choosing to do and understand that This right now is not going to be healthy for me in the long run. Right. So, like for me, like this this week, I've been really pushing it at kindergarten. But I also have made the decision this year that I will not stay late at school. Yeah, I absolutely won't. And that's
0: a boundary that you've created for yourself. And I was I was just about to talk about that because I think that, and I didn't. I don't want to talk too much about like coming off the pandemic because, like I said, I feel like everyone's talking about that. But I think there are a lot of people, and. Just from the responses that we got on right. our Instagram, yeah. a lot of people who are feeling burnt out, most of the people who responded work in like an office setting. Right. Yeah. Right. So you, you probably went from working remote for nine months to a year. Yeah. And then you to are being back in an office. And the thing is, that's so important to understand is that you are not stuck anywhere you are. No, you're not. No one's forcing you. To no stay one's forcing there. you to stay there. I would say before you just like jump ship and like let everything go, like try and find that balance and happiness in where you are. And if, and if you, if you pull back and you still can't find that balance and happiness, then go somewhere else, right? Go somewhere and and establish your boundaries early. Go to another company and say, Hey, I worked remote for a year and that worked for me. And so if I'm gonna take this job with you guys, like I, I need to do that, or at least have like a hybrid schedule, right? Or I cannot work past five, like right. I can't do and set boundaries, right? yeah set boundaries because guess what you can either be the person that like gets to work first and stays late but doesn't do as good of a job because you're freaking tired and you don't have time for yourself or you can be the person that's like very strict and is like I'm here for eight hours eight hours only but you're gonna get the best work out of me in those eight hours exactly and I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna do my own thing and if I'm 30 minutes late to work every now and then then I'm 30 minutes late to work every now and then freaking fire me exactly like look at my work ethic and look at like the work that I'm producing Right. And set those boundaries and don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of, of losing everything. Cause you're not going to lose everything.
1: I know. We always assume that like explosions happen. Yeah. No, we think no. And the only explosion is ourselves. Exactly. Blowing up from the burn. That was probably the biggest thing that I learned from teaching last year. Um, it was really last year in itself, teaching in itself right now is, is weird. There's a lot mm-hmm. of unknowns that are happening and, and, it's it's not necessarily weird for me. I'm mm-hmm. the adult. I, mm-hmm. I really just, I, I think about my, my kids, kids because yeah. you're trying to figure out your own moral compass. Right. And there are so many contradicting things happening. No, there's a lot going on. There's a the lot world. going on. And so for me, I, I felt that last year. I was like, my commute is insane. Right. Also, I'm putting too much effort into this. I'm spending too much of my free time doing this. And so the first sem- semester, I like blacked out during it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I remember things, but not really, you know, I don't even know how I like drove, like I would, I would get to work and I'd be like, I didn't remember nothing about my drive. Oh, that's safe. Um, but I was like like, disassociate. Yeah. But, but as the year went on, when I made the decision that this, that I needed to move on because I was burnt out, my year was infinitely better. And in my new place, I'm, I'm happy to be there. Mm -hmm. I also recognize the signs of like Lucy you're doing too much right and like this weekend I had so much stuff I had to do and I was like I'll just pop in on Sunday I live really close I didn't go I stayed home and had a great Sunday yeah and I did clean but it only took like a couple hours to do all the stuff I needed to do and then I took a nap Like a two hour nap. So nice. And then we went out to eat for dinner. I didn't cook. Yeah. That's awesome. It's amazing. It's, it's life changing, but it, but it does require the discipline to do it. You have to be able to look at yourself and know that you're, you're not going to be perfect nobody wants you to be perfect. No. I know that you've, you've all met somebody that's like a yes person, mm-hmm. you know, like everybody has So easy to be a yes person. And it's so obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Like, please stop agreeing with me and justifying everything you're saying. And also laughing because oh, you're uncomfortable. Oh,
0: oh, oh yes. A yes person in, in terms of like opinion. I thought you meant like, like a yes man, like saying yes to
1: like, Oh yes. I, I was talking about you've, you've had someone be yeah. your yes man. Yeah, you're yeah, not the yeah. yes or yes woman yeah yes goddess yes goddess so you've had someone else treat you that way and i yeah. know that you're like at first it's really great and then mm-hmm. you're like this person is yikes they need to calm down yeah. like not every okay and then you've also been that person but right. it's i think it's a it's harder to see when you're the one doing it yeah it's easier to see when you have someone else doing it and you're like Ooh, oh you're my like, gosh. oh my god, please back off please for the love of goddess for the love of goddess back off give me some yeah i need some time away from you forever thanks <laughs> yeah never show your face here again never show your face here again so it's really tough and and this is also the beauty of having such a close circle and honestly having like wholesome relationships I know we talk constantly about the goddess community right but also like Tay is really great for this stuff Mm -hmm. for me and so are my friends and so is my mom right and my family Mm -hmm. and Clint my stepdad I mean they're really great You have to have the people that can look at you. Like when we first started coaching. Oh my God. Okay. My mom told me like almost every month. Oh my God. That we were doing too much. She was like, well, Lucy, you're the one that scheduled all your own time. Yeah. Because it was really great at first and now it's not. And I'm not going to say I told you so because I love you, but you don't have to do this. That's what she would tell me all the time until finally... I was like, you're freaking right. I don't have to do this. I don't, I don't have to do this. And I'm done doing it Mm -hmm. to where Sydney and I got asked to coach again with like a really also really great club. And I was proud of us for, for sticking out the time to say, you know what, right now I really need to focus on, on myself and what I want to do with my career. And I need to give myself some actual space from this because I know that if I Agree to this, it's too soon. It's too soon. And I'll love it at first, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to regret coming back this early. Yeah. It's not that I don't want to do Whereas, it. Whereas, like, a year ago, we would have said yes. Oh, I would immediately. Would have
0: immediately said yes, like, sign me up, or sign, no, sign
1: give me my Nike gear. I'm ready yeah, to go. Yeah, I'm ready to go. But yeah. I would have regretted it every single time I drove to practice. Yeah. And that's not what you want when you know, you're doing something now that in your I'm free thinking time. I'm
0: all this, like, whenever we're done, I'm going to email Lululemon. <laughs>
1: And, and, tell dro- them, and drop out of the interview process. I know. They're going to be like, our top candidate. <laughs> yeah. What are we going to do
0: with all of these leggings? Oh, my God. No, I can't do it. Like, I'm thinking about it, and I
1: physically cannot. No. It, it's so hard. Like, I, I've been doing some, like, shipped in Instacart because... It's just in my, again, my opinion, it's like free money mm-hmm. because I, you guys know, I love to cook. So like the grocery store is my home. Yeah. Oh, I hate the grocery store. I, l- I know, but it's I like, like the Bermuda triangle to oh me. Oh my gosh. I love it. Anyway, but it's, it's also, it takes up t- so much time yeah. to do that. And it's time that, that I've been greedy with, and I don't know why we aren't greedy with the time in our life because it's not like you ever get it back. Yeah, exactly. Like that's ever. No, you never get it you back. You never get it back. So, so I understand the work hard. But I also don't understand why we constantly move through things instead of making roots in things.
0: Because because the work hard comes with the play hard and then that's just too much. Work hard, play hard is really hard to maintain. I think that we need to switch it to work well, play smart. Yeah, I like that. You know what I mean? Like just like do like try, try your best and like don't overdo it. Don't overcook it work it's gonna come it's gonna come out nice medium well yeah okay and then play smart
1: yeah like choose your
0: activities wisely like choose the things that you do on the side wisely right and give yourself some time and also like when you are like at home doing chores or when you're at home like working on things that are like have nothing to do with relaxation like set timers for yourself. <gasps> Sydney,
1: I was just thinking that stuff. Yes, it. I've been doing I do that, that where all it's the like, time. I'm like, yeah. okay, I
0: have some things that I want to straighten up around the apartment, like I'm going to set a timer for 30 minutes. And it, when it goes off, like it's done. It even if there's one
1: plate left out, I'd leave it. What know? leave it's so, it. It's like you've like the timer is what gives you permission to stop because yes. you can't give yourself permission. Exactly. But you've set the timer and the timer's
0: like ding. I even do that at work sometimes. Like I'll set a timer for an hour and I'm like, for this hour, I'm going to focus really hard. I'm going to work really hard. And then when it goes off, like I'm going to get up, I'm going to walk around. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to get some water. I'm going to stretch.
1: Yeah. I constantly, the small people love timers. Yeah. You know, it's like a really great indicator. And I've also started putting timers so they can see the time Mm -hmm. because that's also something that I, I'm not, I, I don't like to just know I'm on the clock. Right. You know, and not know like, how much time is left in the clock stressful. No, it's so stressful. No, if you can't tell, yes, I have anxiety. So, (laughs) um, but it's just been something Sydney and I, I feel like we've constantly talked about this. Even, I mean, the, the time that we were trying to record and we wanted our topic to be, I'm tired. Oh, remember when we went to Coco's and then we went to, um, play to play. But the, the issue at the time is we were like, this topic sucks. Yeah this isn't great. Cause we were like, again, like I'm, so I'm like blow torching my candle at this point. Right. Okay. Like there's, it's not even, I'm like throwing it in volcanoes yeah. and then I'm jumping in to go get it and like crawling back out to repeat the process, <laughs> you know? And so at the time, like you and I were feeling this, mm-hmm. I mean, this was like six months ago, but we didn't realize it and we didn't know what to call it either. Because we were tired.
0: We're like, we're just really
1: tired. But really, I was like, no, you, you bitches are burnt. No, <laughs> you guys are like crispy. Okay. Like, I know that you've <laughs> seen someone that m- is may or may not be above the age of 60 that still loves to tan. <laughs> all right. And they only use um, Hawaiian tropics and it's like two SPF or they just use straight up baby oil. But they're <laughs> at the pool and it's leathery, you yeah, know, it is and crisp. And it is crispy yeah to where like I don't even want them to smile I'm nervous <laughs> you know like
0: something's just gonna like break off
1: yeah something's gonna like, like spl- shatter. yeah so like it's fine just it's cool you don't have to speak I'll just wave great things. but but oh, that God. that's that's where we all get to to where right. I'm like truly overdone have you guys watched Christmas Vacation please tell me you have with the Griswolds yeah you know when Catherine Cousin Eddie's wife makes the turkey yeah and she cooks it for like 12 hours at mm-hmm. like 500 degrees and they open it and it's like Who? and like <laughs> yeah. they're all like crunching and chopping and then she left all the organs in yeah, yeah. that's also yeah, what that's i envision another great metaphor no and i do that all the time right i over what oh what do they say you're over you overcook your goose is that another another bird cooking metaphor we can use yeah idiom is it
0: i don't know i don't overcook know. your goose i don't know i just keep thinking of keep, keep thinking of
1: I'm hot and ready. A little overcooked. Yeah. I don't know what that's from. <laughs> I don't I either. Know? I
0: think I made it up.
1: That's fine. Okay. I don't have any, I don't have any good puns today. So I know I'm too burnt out. I'm too burnt out. <laughs> good one. <laughs>
0: oh gosh. Okay. So what's the conclusion?
1: All right. Ladies, goddesses,
0: goddesses,
1: women of war and wisdom. Mm-hmm. This is the deal. This I feel like is inevitable. It's something that's going to happen as you move through the phases of your life. Things are going to change. They're going to be new. Newness is awesome. And things are going to be hard at times. And things are going to be hard. But what what we ask you to do is give yourself some grace for the love of goddess. For the love of goddess. You deserve it. You do deserve it. And we really want you guys also, now that you're, hopefully you've like thrown away the burnt toast and you have put a new slice into the toaster. Mm Mm-hmm you know what not to do. Right. And that's the beauty of the mistake. I tell my kindergartners this all the time. Mistakes happen in life. Mm -hmm. You have to make them as long as you learn from it. Right. Otherwise it's pointless. Yep. Because you're going to do it again. Yep. I'm so fine if you're going to mess up, but use it as a lesson to help you grow, Mm -hmm. you know, fertilizer for the soil, baby. Okay. So make sure that you, you're, you're recognizing the signs. Mm hmm if something's all consuming take a step back really evaluate your time that would be my advice yeah because if
0: you are feeling like exhaustion to the point of like You're you lack up. passion yeah and you lack drive then like you've you've reached that point girlfriend and it's it's time to like take a day, like a
1: mental health day right and just step back and reevaluate yeah. Oh my gosh. Those are the best days. I took one during the school year last mm-hmm. year. I literally took myself to the nail salon. Mm-hmm. I took myself to lunch Yeah, and do that kind of stuff. Oh, it was amazing. I took myself to get a massage. Yeah, that's so nice. Oh my God. I turned my phone on. Do not disturb. I
0: love that. Oh,
1: it was a beautiful, beautiful time. Yeah.
0: And Give yourself some grace. Give yourself some space. Oh, uh, some grace and some space. Okay. And, and forgive yourself a little bit. And just set the timer. Set the freaking timer so that you don't overcook.
1: On that note, OGs. On that note, OGs. We're out. We're out.